<laughs> the podcast where we talk about a movie we can't remember very well. Stop talking. Eat two pizzas and two salads while we watch that movie. Now we come back. Thank you, patrons. Now it's the second half of the show. We know a lot more about the movie because we just watched it. We talk about it again. What did we get right? What did we get wrong? How does that movie hold up in this day and age? What does that say about us as viewers? Uh. My name is Dan. This is Molly. I'm also Dan. And I'm Beth. And our movie, this very special episode, is Napoleon. What's special about it? Dynamite. It's uh, summer. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Every episode is special. That's yes. true. Because you're here, listener. Uh, Say the movie again, because I talked over you. Yep. Napoleon Dynamite. Oh. Nice. Hmm. 2000. Come out the gate. Whoa. Whoa 2000? 2000. 2000. I'm saying 2000. Wow. I think I saw this movie when... It was when I was in high school. I think it was very popular when I was in high school. I'm going to say 2006. Wow. I know I watched this movie in 2005. Ugh. And in theaters? I no. Oh, wow. On DVD. Okay. Buried the lead. I saw this movie in theaters <laughs> wow. on its first run. Wow. Me too. So I'm going to say 2004. Oh. I think. By the time it came out on DVD, I think it was already 2005. All right. Okay. Because I watched this when I lived in Austin, Texas. No big deal. Oh, were you very sad? Yes. Uh, (laughs) And I love love this movie so much, we watched it two days in a row. Wow. Wow. Incredible. Uh, I'll go with 2003 for fun. That is fun. Very fun. I'm regretting my choice. No, you came out hot. You came out hot. I I don't think you can regret coming out hot on a bet. I mean, I just now, like, now that I'm thinking about it more, it's probably totally wrong because I'm also thinking of the timeline of when it was that I saw this in theaters. I would have been in my late 20s, so. Because I was definitely in high school, but Beth was also in high school, which severely limits (laughs) the years that it can be. Were we, was there a crossover when we were in high school? That's my concern. Yeah. I was in high school from 2003, Mm -hmm. three, four, no, four, I can't do it. Four, five, six, seven. So that means you started in 2003, right? Because the school year started. Okay. 2003 to 2007. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to chase it. I'm just going to live in filth of my shitty guess. When did you go to high school? I graduated in 2002. Wow. Wow. Was I I in junior high? Ships passing in the night. I feel like I had, I feel like I was over 16 because I think my friend and I drove together to the theater. Wow. How old is your... Was your friend an old You had an old student, friend? Though? No, we were in the hey, same teens? grade. No, but I'm saying like an old for their grade? I don't think so. Okay. Were they undercover? <gasps> was, <laughs> undercover? was an undercover. Was that kind of like a, Jump Street? That GIF? That, uh, who's the GIF? What? what? I almost said Christopher Walken. It's not Christopher Walken. No. Steve Buscemi? That's the How one. How do you do fellow kids? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Was he that guy? No. She that guy. She that gal. She was not that They that person. Person. Kindergarten cop. Is that the sequel where you're in middle school? Yeah. Well, so, so far we've guessed year. Yeah, we guessed year. This movie, I was thinking on the drive over here, why are we watching this movie? And I think, if I remember right, this is a movie that burned bright. 
mm-hmm. was of its time. Because mm-hmm. this movie that sounds correct exploded onto the scene in terms of saying the line of the movie to your friend. Right. Yep. Oh, yes. Tina, come get your ham. Mm-hmm. Uh, doing that dance. Mm-hmm. I want some tots. Give me your tots. Vote Pedro. Yep. Yeah. These I are all lines for the movie. I remember that shirt. Yeah. I yeah. saw people in college wearing that shirt. Yep. Vote Pedro shirt. Yeah. Not the ham or tots. <laughs> There's probably those shirts too. Yeah, sure. I, I love get- technology. There's that song about technology. Is there a song? Yeah. Oh. His brother? Yep. He's got a brother. He sings a song about technology to his girlfriend, LaFonda. Yep. Has everyone seen this movie? Yes. Okay. Yes. yes. Confirmed. Confirmed. Great. I feel like this is of a very particular time in the way that Garden State is of a very particular oh. time. Very so different tones. I remember going yep. to see Garden State and I liked it a lot. I really enjoyed it. Uh-huh. And then I went in and I had a casual conversation with my boss about the movie. And within about five to 10 minutes, I was like, you know what? That wasn't a great movie. <laughs> and I'm not like a super pliable person that way, but I think because he had seen movies like it before, mm. I don't know. He just shed it in a slightly different light and it didn't take very much. Yeah. Right. And now I look at garden state and I'm like, Ugh, you know, so I'm a little nervous. That's going to be what happens here. Yeah. I recall my vague memory of this movie is that it was burning bright. And as we've established on this show, when something in pop culture is burning bright within the years where I was a teenager, I automatically am mistrusting of it. Oh, that's true. <laughs> But well, you I, saw this in theater. I went with some friends. Uh, no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if we saw it at the same theater. Whoa, I mean, same. Because it was like kind of an art movie, so it wasn't in the main theaters. It wasn't? Well, no, I saw it at Lagoon, Minneapolis. Huh. I don't know where I saw it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> must have been one of the couple of theaters it was at, local references. Check it out. Check it out. Uh, Go to the movies. Yes. Anyway, <laughs> I remember... My friend, yeah, I remember people like losing their shit, giggling, LOLing all Mm -hmm. over the place. I remember being like, I think, again, I'm not trusting in my memory where this is me retroactively thinking this is what I thought. But I feel like even at the time I was just like, this is okay. And I remember, this is a hot bet for me based on this memory, which is the only memory I have of watching this movie. And that is at a certain point, someone throws something at John Heater's face. And I thought it was the funniest part of the movie. And I feel like I even at the time confidently said they could have ended the movie right there. (laughs) So I would like to bet John Heater gets hit in the face and strong bet that in the second half, I will determine whether or not I was correct as a teen that they could have just ended the movie right there and gone out on a high note. Wow. That's bet. There's milk in this movie. Oh yeah. The brother, the brother's got creep vibes. I, I don't thought think the it's uncle a, had creep vibes. Oh, Do they, they all have I think creep they vibes? All, they all are kind of odd. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, each character is like very um, specific. But I think it's, oh, what's the girl's name? I think, I want to say her name is Deb, Debbie? The character. Mean, yeah, like there's a girl, no, Tina, no, Tina's the, the llama. Tina's the llama. Okay, I think, I can't remember her name, but... She is the girl from Waterworld. <laughs> That's what I remember. Whoa, like, the little the, girl? Yeah, she was the oh, only with person the map I recognized. Yeah. Huh. The only person I recognized from the movie was her. And um, when I went to go see it. And she, I believe, drinks a carton of milk. A whole carton? Or like just opens up the fridge and has a drink? Or maybe he, maybe Napoleon drinks milk and she's grossed out by it. 
that feels. I, don't know. I remember the glamour shots, but I can't. <gasps> picture. Oh, glamour, glamour shots, shots by Deb, I think. Yeah, that's right. Deb. Does he have parents, or is the uncle the only adult? He has a grandma. Mm. It's kind of like crotchety, right? Okay. And yeah, the uncle, and his hey. brother's older. Yeah. Oh. Pedro shaves his head because he gets so hot. Yep, that's Who's a thing. Head? Yeah. Pedro. His own head. His own head. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And he, um, he's got a cool bike with pegs. Mm-hmm. Yep, they do tricks. Do you ever wow. take out of any tricks? Uh, Molly's not so hot, but I'm pretty sure the LaFonda stuff doesn't play. Who? LaFonda, the girlfriend of the brother. Yeah. I clearly don't remember. Here's what I remember of this movie. He gets hit in the face. <laughs> he <laughs> does a dance wearing like snow boots or just like yeah. very yeah. not dance friendly boots. Yep. Canned heat. Is the name of the song? It's a good song. Um, that, Pedro is there. Yeah, mm-hmm. I believe he has a mustache. Yeah, yeah, yep. he does. That might be it. I know wow. there is a girl that is sort of a love interest, but it's just awkward and weird because every character in this movie is awkward and weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty much all I remember about this movie because yeah. maybe at the time my brain was just like. Already got hit in the face. That's awesome. I'm good. Check it out. Yeah, the uncle wanted, thought he was a big football man. Yep. He oh. talks about how he could throw a football over those dang mountains. Okay. And that I thought was really funny. Mm. He just kind of mumbles to himself about how far he can throw a football. There's a big block of cheese that gets grated. Mm. That's pretty funny. Okay. You writing these down? No. <laughs> I I feel like this movie launched a period of teens being very into awkwardness. Like when teens would be like, that's awkward. <laughs> I feel like it, it sprung from this movie. Really? I huh. do. Because this movie is awkward, but it's not like cool. Calling out its own awkwardness. No, but like right? it was such a big, it was such a big deal. I just remember it being such a big deal movie. Like people were quoting it all of the time. All the time. And so I feel like it, it kind of, in the zeitgeist was like that kind of thing was funny. Just like being awkward oh, or like, sure. Neutralized. In at some least way. at my school. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I yeah. See. Cause you'd be terrified to be awkward. Yes. Before. Yeah, yeah. It was like funny to be like, it, it became a thing to be like, look at how awkward I am. Mm-hmm. Isn't it funny? I see. Yeah. I once went to a sorority party for the entire time. All they talked about was what was weird and who was weird. <laughs> Fun. Like which when you say I was, what was weird. Like, like science? Just, which science was weird? Well, it was just like this most it was instead of the word like, it. it would be Yeah, she came to that party wearing that hat, which was weird. Oh yeah. That party mm. was weird. Uh, she was super weird. I see. Like that was it. Like mm. things were either in the category of weird yeah. or not weird. Yeah. And I knew immediately that I was in the category of weird. Yeah. Because I felt weird and probably looked weird. Mm-hmm. My sweet friend from high school took me to that party. She was so generous to bring me along. And I am sure. I mean, I'd, I'd never got invited to another one again. Mm. So. Anyway, the point is there are buckets, and sometimes awkward is a bucket, and it's yeah. a bucket you fear, but then Napoleon Dynamite comes out, and it's a bucket that's sort of funny. Yeah. What are you and talking he, about? He's, things go in the bucket, or they're out of the bucket. Okay. And is the bucket good or bad? It depends on whether you're in the bucket or <laughs> okay, not. Okay. If you're weird, you have to accept that the bucket is good, but if you're not, then the bucket is bad. I see. 
And I think maybe that's where this movie wins for people is that mm. they all are weird. Right. But they don't, they're not ashamed of it. No. Yeah. Like no. they, every single weirdo owns themselves. Yes. Like the weird hacker brother who's got a big block of cheese and his internet dating. Mm-hmm. Napoleon Dynamite who loves his tots. Pedro. And they're all lovable, right? They all prove that they're lovable. Yeah. Pedro gets elected, I think. Spoiler. Wow. Oh, sorry. I think or he hot bet. Or I think he wins. Bet. Yeah, I yeah. think he wins. Yeah, I don't remember. Um, Napoleon Dynamite is loved for his dance instead of mocked. He sort of gets a girlfriend. Okay. She su- I don't know. She succeeds somehow. I don't know. I feel like everybody kind of succeeds within their own realm. Is hot there... Bet. I might be wrong. <laughs> Is there an actual plot to this movie? I don't I don't know. I think the plot is that he becomes friends with Pedro. Okay. And then they decide Pedro Pedro decides he's gonna run for student council or something, right? Mm-hmm. Or class president. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the whole thing is the campaign, right? I mean, I everything's also, around a the campaign. With the with the Glamour Shots girl, too, though, right? Yeah, they sit at the table together at lunch. Is there some tension rumors. around trying to reconcile those things? Or they're all just, I don't know, it's a coming-of-age movie. Okay, yeah, because yeah. I, I just feel like this is one of those movies where it's like, here's a scene at school, now there's a scene at home, mm-hmm. now we are back at school. Yeah. And it's just that for 90 minutes with like very little of an actual like story arc. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The brother succeeds at love. Okay. Yeah. There's a wedding at the end, right? <gasps> they get married? I think the I think they get married at the end. The bro and internet partner? I can picture the brother in like a blue tux, like yeah. a bad tux with a bow tie. Okay. And no, he's I'll, playing piano out in a field. I'll take that bet. And maybe there's llamas running around. Right. Mm, I don't know. I don't know about that part, but. <laughs> Where does this movie supposed to take place? Idaho? Country. Montana. New Mexico. It's mountainous. Oh. It's mountain country. I could throw a football over them dang mountains. Colorado? I think Idaho is a good bet. Yeah. Which I like. I like that it's somewhere. Right. Mm-hmm. That's not New York or LA. Yes. Because that feels like specific. Someone had a specific vision for specific people instead of being like, oh, it's a movie in a place. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like rural, small town. I think I'm betting Idaho. I don't know if they reveal, but that's my bet. That feels really right to me. And I remember watching it and not knowing when it was supposed to take place because yep. it it felt There's in a, a lot. Man, yeah, okay. Oh. It felt yeah, sort of like '90s throwback in some ways, but not in all the ways. Mm-hmm. And like maybe it just it was modern day, but it was small town, so no one had anything. Like time stopped. That's kind of what I figured. Yeah. yeah. Isn't the song he dances to like pretty contemporary? I think I that's know. a '90s song. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think, yeah, I think it's at least in the 90s. Okay. But there's the internet. Okay. Yeah, it has to be the 90s. They have an in- they have internet. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So Even it's, late it's, 90s. It's, it's like the idea of the 90s, if nothing else, if yeah. not explicitly designed that way. Yeah. Yeah. I just mean it's at least that late. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'll be Zumbas? so interesting to see. Excuse me? I think it's a kind of pant. Zubas. Zubas. I think he's wearing Zubas. Who? Napoleon. Got it. I think that's what he's got his tots in, his little side pocket. 
And oh. I remember my friend that I watched it was obsessed with Zubas, and I was like, I don't know what those are. I had not heard of the Zubas until I moved to Minnesota. Yeah, it's a, it was big in the Midwest. My friend was from Minnesota. Midwest. I watched Whoa. it with. Big old deal ho- over in the Midwest. Zubas. At least when I was a child. Okay. A ute. When I was a ute, that was a thing. Zoot. Zoot ute. Zub ute. Riot. Oh, I, <laughs> I don't know if this will pass the Bechtel Wallace test or not. Ooh, I kind of fair. think it'd be tricky. Yeah. But maybe she talks to some other student or teacher. Yeah. She I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a optimistic pass that she at least talks to her mom or a teacher or some named character. Great. I'll be extra disappointed if she does and she's talking about Napoleon. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think it's gonna pass. I don't I don't think so either. But I, I appreciate your optimism, Molly. Yeah, sure. I'm already down in the muck with the release year, so I'm going to join Molly <laughs> in the optimism All right. of passing. Yeah, I he's got glasses. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is it John Heder? Heder? Is it Heder or Heater? I think it's Heater. 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 I thought he was good in this. Mm-hmm. I thought he was good in that ice skating movie. I agree. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah I've heard he was in that. But then, like... Nothing. What's I feel like deal? I haven't seen him uh, doing anything else. Maybe he's on the TV. Maybe he's on the TV. I'll look it up. There was something about like this was a small movie. Yeah, oh, like he blew up. Yeah. Um. So I don't think that he knew that he was going to be a big star from it. Sure. Um. But then he was in that one. I want to say he of was. Glory? Well, he was in like an Adam Sandler movie right after the Bench Warmers or something. I think that was the first like oh. yeah. big movie he was in right after that. What sounds like, from what we're saying, is that he is, the movie blew up and then uh, a bunch of comedy dudes who had money and produced their own movies at this point were just like, oh, we should get that Napoleon Dynamite guy. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. if he was in an Adam Sandler movie and a Will Ferrell movie in a couple of years, that very much just feels like, this guy's burning hot. Yeah. yeah. Let's put him in our movie. Great. And then nothing. Maybe. Or he's been on the TV. I feel like that happens to me all the time where we're like, I'll watch something and I'm like, what happened to that person? And then I'll look it up and like, oh, oh they've been on a show for seven years that I never heard of. <laughs> May I do a totes regret? Sure. Yes. Already? Okay. Wow. Yeah. Well, not for John this movie. Oh. No. <laughs> for a different movie? <laughs> for a different Great. movie. Wow. Great. Ties it together in the totesiverse. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, portal will open, revealing a previous episode. That yeah. you've all hyperlink. Check your audio feed. Yeah, yep. hyperlink. This is regarding Princess Diaries. <laughs> okay. okay. Oh, wow. As you know, I'm the official researcher on Totes Recall, and yes. I take it very seriously yes. in that yes. I look at Wikipedia halfway while right. watching the movie. Right. Uh-huh. And it is maybe a credit to the Princess Diaries that I did not do a careful reading. <gasps> But in it, and I was so excited on this, it was very painful to listen to the recording later. I was so excited because I was like, Julie Andrews did not record oh. any movies between, um, shoot, what was it? Oh, Mary, Mary Poppins. Poppins and um, the Princess, Princess Diaries. Diaries. <laughs> and that is absolutely 1000% untrue. Yes. Uh. There is no truth about all. It was the next Disney movie that right. she did. Ah. Yeah. And I had skimmed over the word Disney. But also. She has a huge catalog of work. Yes. But also, let's take a moment. And I mentioned this on the Discord, patreon.com slash show three call. Let's take a moment to appreciate okay. how, like, what a worthless piece of trivia that is. So, like, no wonder <laughs> your brain glossed over it, right? Like, it was, like, just thrown in there just like, oh, it was her first Disney movie since some movie from decades. goes like, who 
cares? That's true. I probably did enhance its importance thinking Wikipedia is the source yeah. of really important information. Interesting information. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting yeah. information. Right. And so I wasn't able to process that it was an uninteresting fact. Yeah. Uh, at any rate, if you listen to that episode and also this episode, you know that I have a regret. Yes. And uh, I did want to at least correct the record. We stand Julie Andrews on this podcast. And yeah. we yeah. apologize if uh, Julie Andrews, Dame Andrews? I have no idea. I believe so. Um, yep. I think that was a wiki she, fact. That was a oh, wiki nice. fact. If Dame Andrews heard that episode because uh, her people were like, oh, uh, ma'am, you've been mentioned in a podcast. A regional <laughs> Podcast about movies yeah. with uh, people with poor memories. I hope she also listens to, to this one. <laughs> failed to fact check properly. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I will do better on this app. Assistant to Dame Andrews also put this in her feed. At least play this part. Yeah. 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 I know she's busy. Like, at least just play this part. Sure. Of I mean, I think she's got time for two podcasts. I mean, one of the things <laughs> that is great about podcasts is you can listen to them while you're doing something else. That's, That's true. Me. So, yeah. like, between takes on Aquaman 2, yeah. you could listen to this podcast. Right. Yeah, right. like to get her in the zone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And just try and slip some audio from this podcast into Aquaman 2 while you're recording in the booth. <laughs> yeah. And then... We're coming for you, DC. Yeah, Your if, butt's mine. If we can get a Jason Momoa, my man, directed at us, I can die happy. Sure, yeah. Wow. This is about the movie Napoleon Dynamite. Napoleon Dynamite. Who directed this movie? Don't know. Some nobody? Or have they blown up also? Oh, this feels like a movie that the director would have blown up from. I don't know. Or did they crash and burn? Oh, I, I think know. it was just like, I really think it was just like a small time movie. Mm. But small times always go big times. For at least a little bit. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Usually they're handed the keys to something that might make money. Yeah. Like a Marvel movie. Yeah. I, now. Wanted, yeah. I owned this DVD. Wow. Gasp. So I know that I've seen a behind the scenes about the movie. Okay. Um, Thrilling. Which I either saw on the DVD or on MTV. Nice. I definitely, they <laughs> definitely played this ad on MTV a bunch, cool. like, or the trailer, and which is why I was like, I got to go see it. This is what the teens are seeing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a teen. <laughs> I'm a teen. I got to blend it with the other teens. And then I was like, they're not playing it at my theater. And that's why it was such a big deal. <sighs> and I had to go to, to the, the lagoon. Yeah, I had to drive into Uptown. Whoa. Oh, wow. But maybe we got dropped off by her dad. Mm. Oh. That's a classic dad move. Yeah, it is. That's also a possibility. I'll be back here at a... 930, yeah. be on the curb. I don't want to circle Fine. too many times. Oh, I'll God, drive just, if I... they'll pick up. But you know what? <laughs> it's probably good because parking over there, am I right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Right. Local references, Up especially back in that nightmare. God, it year. is a nightmare. All those one ways. Oof. All right. I think we're ready for ratings. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You have your choice. Oh. Um, you have your choice of Napoleon glamour shots. Or Napoleon is it writes. Okay, that one. Say what is one. it? Say it again. <laughs> Instead of Napoleon Dynamite, it's Napoleon is it right. It sounds like a like a like a like a breakfast cake, like a tasty cake mm, or an a is it whole, right? An is, is it, it right? right? A Napoleon is it right? Uh, and in the ad campaign, the answer is always yes. Yes. So is it right for morning? Yes. Ah. Is it right for tea time? Yes. And I'm thinking Napoleon makes me think it's cream-filled because the mm. French love to sh shove cream into. <laughs> okay, hold on. Ah, ah. Okay. An eclair? Okay. Am I wrong? Okay, keep going. That is correct. Name one other. Ah, ha, ha. Le creme de stuffing. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> There's now, a lot it, of them. Yep. Is this referencing 
this character or is it the more famous Napoleon? Bonaparte. Oh, it's it's it has a tiny caricature of Napoleon Which to one? accentuate how tall this Napoleon cake is. Bonaparte. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. So this is a. It comes frozen. Yeah, sure. And it's a it's a it's a frozen Napoleon, but the brand name is Napoleon. Is it right? Yeah. Okay. Now, is it right to? So dunk? it's an English treat mm-hmm. because Napoleon was famously not actually all that short. Yep. But English oh. propaganda made him a wee little goblin. Is that yes. true? Yeah. I didn't know that. These treats, is it right to dunk them in a cup of, say, hot Earl, bad Earl? Oh, maybe. <laughs> when you're in the club? Yeah. Uh, yes. With your cream-filled pastry. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. When the I bass drops, when the bass drops <laughs> you want that hot Earl and you want that cream-stuffed Napoleon. <laughs> That's how you know the night is going to go right. <laughs> is it right? Oh, yeah. it is. Because yes. you're at the club. And so, yeah, you'll be like. Uh, are there yeah, multiple flavors? Oh, great question. Oh, yeah, there's vanilla and chocolate. Nice. Vanilla oh, chocolate. Okay. Is it you have to pick one or the other or you get a variety pack? Oh, no, you have to pick. Okay. Do you think strawberry is coming oh, in the new year? Oh, there is the Neapolitan version, which oh, has all three. Wow. Chocolate, vanilla, yeah. and three strawberries. Incredible. Neapolitan. Napoleon. Napoleon. Is it right? Is it right? Is it right? Yeah. In fact, let's make that this Is it right to eat all three? Yes. Yes. It is right. I used to think it was called Napoleon ice cream. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. No. My favorite, one of my favorite Simpsons joke to this day is Homer takes out a whole series of Neapolitan containers that all have strawberry, throws them to the side and says, Marge, we need some more of that ice cream that has vanilla, chocolate, and strawberry. Because he doesn't eat the strawberry? No, nobody eats I think the it's just the chocolate is gone. Oh, yeah, just the chocolate is gone? Like, I think it's like <laughs> there's like this very clear void in the chocolate third for all of these boxes. So instead of just asking more chocolate, it's I like we it. need the one with all three. I, see now. I like I the strawberry. It. I do, I do actually. I do as too. I've grown older, I've you really enjoyed it. You get yourself a good strawberry ice cream <gasps> with like real strawberries in it? Delicious. Ooh, okay. baby. Can I tell you a secret about <laughs> yes. strawberry ice cream dish, real quick? Dish, dish, yes. dish. Um, ice cream dish. <laughs> this is hashtag milk talk. What's the scoop? If you just pour like a little layer of milk on top of the ice cream, and it's cold it like makes this little like kind of icy layer on mm. top of the ice cream okay like a hat and it gives it kind of a little crunch okay it's enjoyable this is specifically for strawberry ice cream? i like it with strawberry okay. and peppermint bonbon i see but it's with the other ice creams it doesn't do so it much. doesn't just dilute the ice cream it freezes on there no you just do like a really thin layer gotta be careful okay got yeah it. so this is where like you don't you you want the slightest hint of if you were to create a milkshake but yes. without the overpowering texture and flavor of that extra dairy. Yeah, it's exactly like that. And with a little hint of a new texture. Yeah. Ben and Jerry's, talk to us. You love layer. texture, right? Oh, oh you right. love texture. Oh, we love talk. you. Ben and Jerry. Do they have strawberry, just straight up strawberry ice cream? Not straight probably. up. They've got some other stuff, right? I mean, it's probably called like strawberry, strawberry Garcia. <laughs> well, I bet it has graham crackers or something in it. Grandma. I mean, we just, my wife, no big deal, just wow. brought home Brag. a pint of strawberry cheesecake Ben and Jerry's that was quite good. Ooh. And is that it what has, it's called or has it got a fun, fun I think name? It might have a fun name. I don't know. I will look at fun. Names. I don't really look at the label. I just go just, in for it. Wow! I'll just, Google, I'll just give me that I'll spoon, Google right? Her. Yeah, glug glug, glug glug. I'll text her. Hey, pizza's gonna be here soon. Oh. What do you say? Oh, hey, Dan, you go first, as we all do. Yes, I go first because I am the most uh, desperate to talk. This movie, I remember again being just kind of 
blase about it at the time. I continue to be that way. I've never seen it again. I'm going to give it a cowardly three. I've already forgotten the ranking because we went on about ice cream for so long. <laughs> Napoleon is it right. Napoleon is it right. Neapolitan Napoleon is it right. Three. Okay. One for each flavor. Wow. Oh, so it's not each, it's not all know. three flavors in one? <laughs> it's all three flavors in one. Yeah. Okay. So I'm just triple dipping. Yeah. No. Or No, you just... Just if I like cake. just one flavor, I can just eat that. Are these bite sized? Yeah. No. You can't have bite sized and three different flavors of cream. It yeah, is you a can. whole come on. Neapolitan. It's what are you, like, Willy Wonka? It's a frozen, like when guests come over. Is it right? Yes, it is right. Okay. Do, you, do you bring it up to room temperature before serving? No, it's, it's, um, oh, you know what? No, it's delicious either way. Nice. You can yeah. serve it frozen or it's a little harder to cut, but sure. sure. Okay. I'm going to give it two. Wow. wow. I don't think it's going to hold up at all. Great. <laughs> I'm going to give it four. As I said, I thought this was the funniest shit I'd ever seen. I watched it two days in a row, but I think that shine is going to have diminished by one point mm. between then and now. I see. Great. Uh, I'm going to give it a cowardly three. Mm. Because I don't know how to feel, and actually, I don't think that will improve by the time the movie is over. And with that, we're going to press pause, go watch Napoleon Dynamite, and we'll be right back. Uh, uh, um. Hey, listeners, it's Dan, your mid-roll talker. <laughs> Coming at you with a roll in the mid, and <sighs> today, that roll is about <laughs> something, a very exciting announcement. Ooh. As many of you know, we have a patron at totesrecall.patreon.com slash totesrecall.com. I'm pretty sure it's just patreon.com slash totesrecall. Yes. And there's many, many rewards you can get. So many. But the best reward... (laughs) Pending. (laughs) Pending. Is to have the Dan's competitively eat a fruit. Yes. This tier has been collecting dust for however long <laughs> it's been since we watched the movie Face Almost Off. two years. Yeah. Yes. And important announcement. Incredible. Someone has stepped up oh. yes. to the plate oh. of fruit. Yes. <laughs> baseball fruit. Yep. And subscribed to the fruit tier. Yes. Drop the balloon! We have our first fruit head. Thank you to Ryan Letzler. Thank you, Ryan. Thanks, Ryan. Ryan has joined what will soon be an elite group that will go down in the annals of podcasting history, in which Ryan has selected a tier in which they are capable of not capable. They are specifically requested to select a fruit mm-hmm. that Dan and I yeah. will competitively eat <laughs> at a time and location yet to be determined yeah. and in a way yet to be determined. <laughs> but the fruit has been picked. I yes. will not reveal it no. now. You'll have to tune back in to the video recording <gasps> Whoa. of competitive fruit eating in a style to be determined. Summer 2022 <laughs> will be the summer of competitive fruit eating. <laughs> TikTok fruit watchers, you have a chance. <laughs> there are five more chances for you to also join Hot Fruit Summer of 2022. <laughs> Hashtag Hot Fruit Summer. We have yet to determine the temperature that the fruit will be, but the summer will be hot. The summer will be hot. Cobbler. What? Whoa. Maybe hot the fruit, fruit will be cooked. Is cobbler. Hot fruit is cobbler. 
that true? Take Debate it from us. me. I'm from a hot city. You literally just heat up the fruit? Well, no. Which hot city? I don't want to talk about it. I shouldn't have brought it up. Yeah, you shouldn't have because also you <laughs> confused the definition of cobbler. <laughs> cobbler is like a pie, but with the, the with no crust, the crust on top. on top. But also, it's not like a it's not like a pie top though. It's like the a crumble point top. Is, <laughs> fruit is going to be eaten, and it's going to be eaten competitively. Yes. and I will emerge the victor. There will be oh. a winner, and it will be me. There is trash talk happening and continue to be happening. I come from the land of fruit, California. <laughs> it doesn't matter what fruit it is. I will eat it. No, 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 no. Oh, showing off your technique, <laughs> yeah. are you? Check these choppers out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, patreon.com slash to three call is where you can create these incredibly concise and helpful mid-rolls. Only five fruit left fruit yes. fruit opportunities fruit opportunities after five more people gobble That's up it. these opportunities yes. the fruit will roll up fruit vault will close wow yeah. wow just like the disney vault Ka-kong. until we launch fruit plus where no. it's just <laughs> us eating fruit nonstop for a monthly fee yeah and like they'll they'll like they'll bleed into each other and there'll be like a weird moment where one fruit some for some reason becomes part of the other fruits programming yeah. but not in any like re- way that really is necessary but it's just to remind you that all this content is available to you on yeah. this shared platform mm. 2024 yeah i can't wait plus fruit summer yeah <laughs> but 2022 is hot fruit summer That's tune right. in later to watch the dans eat a fruit hell yeah <laughs> it's on and now back to the show. And we're back. We just watched one hour and 34 minutes of, oh, idiot. <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah. Thank you, Beth. Thank you for enjoying. You. I enjoyed it. I, I thought there was going to be. I was also drinking tea. Mm-hmm. Got to keep those wow. pipes loose for the second half. <laughs> Ginger boys down <laughs> here. Oh, Ginger boys. <laughs> clank, clank. Clank, clank. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Spicy root. For the record, uh, Beth made a big deal out of the fact that she was a good host and bought ginger tea for Dan and I. And now she is suffering the consequences <laughs> of being nice. Got to hear about ginger. This all is the, the time. lesson. This is the lesson here. Yes, never buy fun tea. Oh, I didn't know it was a fun tea. Uh, it's a, it's, it's very fun. Okay, it's, it's the spicy root from the earth. Peek behind the curtain, and it's just Dan and also Dan who are into the ginger tea. That's why I said the ginger boys. Yeah, we're the ginger boys. Oh man, this is awful. <laughs> Check out our new podcast, the Ginger Boys. The ginger boys. I myself all am things ginger tea. Go ahead. Bad Duke. Now, what is it called? Bad Earl. Good Earl, bad Earl. I'm drinking Earl Grey tea. Yeah, yeah. but not yeah. that brand. You're drinking normal Earl Grey tea. I mean, if you were drinking bad Earl, you'd be on mind. the ceiling. You'd be dancing on the ceiling. Yeah, that's right. Hey, just like Napoleon Dynamite was yes. dancing wow. in this movie. Wait the movie Napoleon Dynamite. Back. That's what yeah. we watched. That's what we watched. And the dance scene might be covered in a particular segment that we do on this show I'm that listening. is very good. Okay. Oh. Is it a award winning? That's how you know it's good. From all the awards <laughs> it has won. If I were to list them, I of course would start with the the uh, and I would go from there uh-huh. and I would yeah. list alphabetically. alphabetically all the way from head of all the awards it wins. Dukes. This is a bit that we have beaten into the ground so hard we can't even like do the bit 
enunciated enough for people who don't understand the bit to understand what the hell we're yeah, doing. Yeah. yeah. It sounds like Beth did a bad job, which she didn't. Of course. Hey, she did not. Listeners, Wait, what? If you think Beth did a bad job, check yourself. Yeah. Dan and I did a bad job. Yeah, we did a bad job on the bit. Those ginger boys are at it again. <laughs> ginger boys bring down the quality of this podcast. Yeah, tea's too spicy for me to say the name of the award, which is, of course, the... <laughs> 60-second summary is the, the segment. segment. We're clamoring to do it. Oh, so clamming. As clamoring. is tradition, I will clamor the loudest to do it first. Did you just clamor, do clamor. it or am I, I misremembering? Like I just did it. I feel like I'm... I, I will do it. Yeah. yeah. Here we go. Can't remember. What do we open on? Uh, tater Don't tots. help her. Don't a help. Notebook. A notebook? I think it was tater tots. Okay, great. Well, that's the credits, the fun <sighs> credits. Okay. Ready, go. We open on some fun credits, and then Napoleon Dynamite gets on a school bus, and you realize you are following an extraordinary character who <laughs> does not have any Fs to give about what anybody else thinks. Napoleon Dynamite goes through his life. He meets a love interest who has, uh, seems like she's going to get together with his best friend, Pedro, but in the end, Napoleon Dynamite and Debs dance together. Uh, there are popular people 30 seconds and then unpopular people and probably napoleon is unpopular he has an interesting family dynamic with his brother who's in love with someone online and his uncle who is living in 1982 in his old football glory days his grandmother breaks her arm and that's why the uncle is there to stay with them and they have a llama 10 seconds named tina that they have to feed and in the end um because napoleon is brave and does a dance sequence his friend pedro wins the election time time Whoa. wow wow i didn't think you were gonna nail it masterful no, but then you, you did like landed it yeah. thank you thank you i i feel sad though that i missed the two months later video which mm. beth correctly identified does occur after the credits yes yeah otherwise i had some sort of weird fever dream <laughs> about the characters in it yeah uh but in that uh two months later uh lafonda and kip uh, napoleon dynamite's brother get married. married yes mm. yes yes they do this movie that's the plot as we talked about in the first half not a ton of plot. Mostly right. like slice of life. Yeah. Napoleon and everybody being awkward. Yes. But again, I think like we talked about in the first half, no one is, none of the awkward characters feel bad about the way they are. Mm -hmm. Right. There's no like, like a classic teen awkward drama would be like, oh, how do I not be this way and fit in? Mm -hmm. Yeah. They all just like live in their truth. I mean, beyond mm -hmm. like the, beyond like expected teenage awkwardness. Like Pedro definitely feels certain things about the way the election is going and his, mm -hmm. when he is rejected by summer and blah, you know, yeah. like there's like regular teen feelings of awkwardness, but not like, Oh, I hate being me. Yeah. There's no like, f like fundamental hating who you are at the core of yourself. Right. Yeah. That's for your thirties. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I also like nice. the reduction of life down for Pedro. It's all about, make someone a gift mm. or create something. And yeah. that's yeah. how you become friends. It's probably his love language. Probably is oh. his love Seems language. Uh, and then for Napoleon, he believes he has to have some special skills Yes. in order. And that's what he will offer up skills. right up to the end when he offers Deb's uh, a delicious bass. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I think it's just Deb, apparently. right? Oh, is it Deb? Deb. Yeah. That yeah. makes more Deb. sense. Deb. 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 Yeah. Deb. Mm -hmm. 
caught you delicious bass. Yeah. Was that Vin Diesel? <laughs> Excuse uh, me, I caught you. They, that was going to be Vin gosh. Diesel's breakout hit. What? Oh my gosh. No, I'm just I kidding. I wish. Yeah, would have crushed it though. Oh, bowling skills. Oh, Honey oh. Wolverine's Alaska with my uncle. Oh. <laughs> Is that Vin Diesel? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Napoleon definitely lives in a fantasy world. But he also enjoys his life. Yeah, right? Except for feeding the llama. I feel like feeding the llama is the only place where he has genuine exasperation. It feels like, yeah, it feels like Tina the llama is like, I don't know, like they are somehow rivals in a way that isn't totally clear. (laughs) Like it's very internalized. Yeah. I like how they, I don't think could throw food at the llama in the movie. (laughs) So he just kind of throws it like at the ground by the llama. And I feel like the llamas actually like understands what this movie is about. Yeah. (laughs) Because the face that it makes is like, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Llamas don't eat ham. That can't be right. Well, you know, and actually now that you say this, there is that rivalry because uh, she tells, grandmother tells Napoleon, just go make your own sandwich. But for Tina the llama, she offers an entire prepared ham casserole. Oh, that, w- that was for Tina? I mean, the entire thing, she didn't even cut out a serving for any of the humans. So mm. maybe she really does love Tina mm, more maybe. than... I mean... That could be true. Mm-hmm. Grandma, who's played by Max Mom from It's Always Sunny. <laughs> that's not her name. <laughs> oh, that's what you said. Yeah. I couldn't... But I it's was fun. Like, I'll hear it later. It is fun. Yeah, I like that. Trivia. She's in a lot of things. Yeah, she just pops up. Yeah. She's got a nice character actor trajectory. Mm-hmm. Sorry, we don't know your name. That's the character actor life, baby. Yeah, unless you're Stephen Root. John C. Riley. Wow. That's Two men that you just named. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Margot Martindale. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. It's a great one. Yeah. Should I look up what her name is? Yes. Yeah, that'd Next be great. One. While you're doing that, I will say this about my research. Okay. Everyone on this cast is extremely attractive. Everyone in the cast in their actual real life (sighs) are extremely attractive. But through the lens of the movie, much like the Coen brothers do, Mm. they just aren't nearly as attractive. Yeah. No, everybody looks pretty bad. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. A lot of slack-jawed. Yeah. (laughs) A lot of slack-jawed happening. A lot of like... Interesting, but not very labor-intensive choices in how they dress themselves mm-hmm. and groom themselves, style themselves. Yeah. yeah. By the way, her name is Sandy Martin. Hell yeah. Yay. Sandy and Martin. She's best known for Napoleon Dynamite, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and a TV show, a TV show called Hot Sluts. What? All right. All right. Which is a comedy, I guess, with Alison Brie. Sure. Okay. I have never heard of that. Me neither. Weird. Anyway. Check out Hot Sluts. Check out Hot Sluts. Google Hot Sluts and I'm sure you'll find the correct. um, Shut it down. (laughs) Cool it. The podcast totes recall is telling you to Google Hot Sluts. Not endorsed. Not endorsed. Hot Sluts. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they all have their look. Deb, maybe more than anybody Looks like she's out of the 1980s. Rocks she is. That side she's wearing down. stirrup pants. Yeah. That was, I have not seen those literally since the 80s. And I wore them. I had a bunch of sets of stirrup pants. Cool. And she wore them exactly correctly, too. Would you have stirrup pants as a child? Yes. Okay. I think I had some. For sure, my mom had some. Yep. But they I, were, 
What's, in hindsight. What's the logic there? I mean, at the t- they were like pre-leggings, right? Okay. So there was less lycra in them, but it had like a little um, piece of, you know, elastic at the bottom right. that you put under your feet. I think it was part of that 80s silhouette that was like big shoulders that came down like a upside down triangle to a fine point of the mm-hmm. legs. And it was a way of accentuating that sort of peg, peg leg, skinny legged bottom with mm-hmm. a giant top. On because top. you were like pulling the pants taut passively because of the loop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It also mm-hmm. feels somehow like workout clothes, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. aerobics era. I don't know how, but it does. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, leg warmers were popular right. in regular yeah, clothes. Yeah, I, I can picture that as a workout outfit, yeah. stirrup pants with leg warmers. I guess because then your pants don't fly up when you're moving around. Well, they don't get all bunched. They don't bunch. Leg warmers are also about just keeping your legs warm. Interesting. You wow. think about that? Wow. Well, you know, like if you're doing dance or let's say you are a pitcher in the major leagues, you okay. have to keep your arm warm. Okay. But, but you don't warmers. wear an arm warmer, you wear a jacket. But it's the same idea. Okay. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> cool. I'll I'll believe you. This is I'll, fashion I'll talk choose to believe you. With Molly Chase. Um, but yeah, I think side ponytail. Yep. Oh, total side pony. And apparently, the cr- opening credit scene, which yep. I think is fairly famous, and to jog your memory, it's basically a series of plates of food and other items. Yes. Uh, in front of the screen. Well, we we had all these questions going into it about, oh, is it to take place in Idaho? And what year does it take place? Mm -hmm. And that question gets answered immediately when Napoleon Dynamite pulls out his school ID card and it clarifies that it's the year 2003, 2004, or 2004, 2005 school year, and that it's in Idaho. But they added that detail because screening audiences didn't have the benefit of that, and they could not figure out what time period this movie took place in. Mm. Uh, yeah, it was very confusing. It is confusing because yeah. it people have cell phones, yes, but like not really. Yeah, it's got a it's got a Walkman. Everybody's playing VHS and cassette tapes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the internet is like there. But maybe it's in dial up. It's definitely in dial up. Oh, yeah, because they're paying asks, by the minute. Yeah, that would be insane. That'd be Wild. so expensive. Yeah. That's like when I, like when I first got a phone that could text, and I had to pay by the character. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Jesus. Are you up? <laughs> <laughs> well, it explains why grandmother liked the llama most. Yeah, llama's not. The llama probably cost her way minutes. less money. Oh, sure. Oh, probably. Yeah. Just, Just cost her ham. Yep. And ham's got to be cheap. Yeah. You get Lyle to come over and kill a pig for you, <laughs> or whatever. I totally miss that they kill Lyle. us. Cow that was a that. very like Simpsons type joke where yeah, the bus pulls right in front of the cow as it's being euthanized. Yeah. And then they eat a lot of steak. Yes, they do. Like also uh, who Uncle would Rico. kill a cow right there? That guy? Lyle. 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 But I mean, then you what do you, you gotta haul that carcass? He's probably got a truck off frame. I guess so. I had a friend who had to hunt down a feral cow. Checking the tags. Excuse I do me? Yes. know the story. Yes, we Great. have heard this story. We have? Yes. The yeah. point of the story, Son though, is he had to herd it to a place mm-hmm. where he could process it mm-hmm. because it's incredibly heavy. Yeah. Right. Like a cow weighs a lot. A lot. Yeah. So you wouldn't just shoot it at the edge of a field, not close to anything. Well, mm. isn't the meat going across the street? Oh, so maybe Lyle's like, he's the butcher. Is it that fresh? He's the butcher and the. Baker and the candlestick baker. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He's the town's butcher baker and candlestick maker. 
Also makes shoes. Probably and delivered a nice, sweet pair of moon boots. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I know moon boots are not made of leather. I'll just say that. Oh, I didn't know that. They're made of the moon. Fashion Talk with Molly Chase. <laughs> this movie takes place in the year 2003 or 2004. This movie also came out in... January 19th, 2004. Which is yes. blowing my goddamn mind. Dan wins again. Right. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So that was after you were in high school. So you were correct that it was when you were in high school. It was my freshman year. So I definitely got <sighs> dropped off by a parent. So here's where I am like in the weeds in my own memory. Because in my head, I'm like, okay, I'm pretty sure I went to the theater with like this specific random smattering of people that I knew from high school. So that would mean... That it was like we were just home for the summer and we were like, let's go see Napoleon Dynamite. Well, if it was January, maybe it was like winter break. Oh, my God. Well, it was January that it was released at Sundance. Oh. oh. And then it was oh, in dance. small theaters for a period of time. When before Beth saw it. it. Yeah, before it went big time. To the Megaplex. Interesting. So you yeah. probably saw it when it first was coming to the small theaters. Yeah. And then maybe I saw it after it burned hot. That makes sense. Yeah. And this was during the heady days of Sundance when you could sell it to Paramount Pictures for, for $3.2 million. Right. Oh, wow. So Robert saw it at the Sundance. Mm-hmm. And everybody and liked like, it. Well, my. Uh, wow, like a mountain <laughs> Robert Rockford, by the way. I like a good oh, sure, mountain huh? movie oh, when sure. I ride my horse through mountain country. <laughs> I like sea tots. Wasn't he uh, Cajun newer, last time? Uh, rabber, rabber. <laughs> uh, newer listeners will take note oh, that sure. in the Totes Recall universe, somehow Robert Redford is like, um, what is the name of that character? Beth, cut this out. Let's pivot. Some In the Totes Recall universe, <laughs> all of us do flawless Robert Redford impersonations. Yes. 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 I'm, we both I mean, know every, what he sounds like and then execute on oh, it. Oh, I, I sure did love to see that tall boy dance in his blue <laughs> jeans and winter boots. Oh, that Pedro fellow sure is coming out on top. I appreciate vote that. Vote for Pedro, indeed. I'll vote for this movie. <laughs> I with, vote with my dollars. My checkbook. You can have three of my horses. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, produce, I'll distribute this movie and I'll... Also give you three of my finest stallions. I'm Robert Ralph. Robert Ralph. I'm Robert Ralph. I bought MTV and I'll uh, use that to distribute. He didn't. Okay. No, I was like, whoa. What? No, I was just, this is an MTV movie. It was a Paramount picture. Yeah, it makes sense why they advertise so heavily yes, on MTV. Like, please, please go see this movie, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we paid $3.2 million. Yeah. <laughs> Our bosses are super angry. Robert Redford wants his horses back. <laughs> yeah. Okay, here's the thing that I remember now as we were watching it from the behind the scenes like DVD special or whatever Please. that I saw is that it was a movie that was made that was made by the director, right? It was like a short film that the director made and then that became very popular and then they made Napoleon Dynamite based oh. on yes. Who yes. And played I, the John Hedder. Yeah. Oh, okay. Or Hader. Heater? He Heater? I think it's Heater, yeah. John yeah. Heater played, and his, the character's name was Seth. I see. And it was a nine-minute short they made Seth at Dynamite? Bingham Young University. What? Seth Dynamite? I don't think that name was there. Okay. It's apparently a name that Elvis Costello... Gave to John Heater. Well, no. <laughs> no, he created it, but the director swears he heard it completely separate, but did not hear about the Costello connection... Until like two days before they finished wrapping the film. Oops. 
Yeah. Wait, Elvis Costello also made a short film about an no. awkward team? No, 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 no. <laughs> Elvis Costello came up with the name Napoleon Dynamite for a completely different project. Oh. That this guy was completely unaware of, but he had in some way, and he thought that he met a, he said he met a homeless man who sure. said his name was Napoleon Dynamite. And maybe that man, if he existed, was an Elvis Costello fan. Mm. Or anyway, also met Elvis, Elvis Costello. Maybe, yeah, maybe Whoa. he's like the Forrest Gump of people yeah yep. wait act- <laughs> <laughs> no, that tracks. you know what i mean yeah. uh, the right exactly the right place at the right time yeah 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 uh at any rate so uh, elvis costello is not a fan is my general understanding <laughs> oh but then at this point like robert redford was swinging his nuts around so there's yeah. nothing he could do about it nothing yep. he could do he's like shit i have to give up my horses yeah. yeah, yeah. A lot of horse trading goes on in film and yes. music industries. Yes, yeah. yes. this is known. <laughs> You'll only hear about it here, though, on Totes Recall. <laughs> That's right. We if you want behind the, the biz. Yep. yep, some hot Hollywood goss. <laughs> yep. Hot about horse, hot goss. Hot horses, hot gosses. <laughs> What's good for the goss is good for the horse. <laughs> right? Yep. Yes. That's the same. Yep. Yep. We all say it. Ryan Gosling. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's a goss. Did you oh, say, oh hey, just said Ryan Horse. <laughs> Ryan Whoa. Horse. Ryan Horse. He used I... to be horse. Oh, but then he changed it because he was like, it's too much horses. Too yeah. on the nose. Too many yeah. horses horse in nose. this town. Mm-hmm. I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> clip clop. Wow. <laughs> oh, wow. Clip clop. I'm quitting the podcast. <laughs> oh, no. This movie is filled with uh, quotables. Fun, quotable lines. Mm. That's yes. how this movie wins, I think, is uh-huh. John Heater's delivery. Mostly, everybody does a great job, but mm-hmm. John Heater really brings, brings the sauce. It, brings the sauce. Mm-hmm. My, oh, gosh. I'd forgotten all about you guys having a killer time. That's a good line. Yeah, that's a good line. And this delivery of all the lines with his eyes closed, it takes so long Ridiculous. to see his eyes. Yeah. So good. I said, as we were watching it, I was like, oh, yeah, we used to say that, and we used to say that, mm-hmm. and we used to say that. Like, the amount of times that we used to say, like, gosh, or yeah. like, or like, yes, yeah. you know, yeah. the little, like, fist. It's not a pump. Yeah, it's a it pump. It's, it's a pump. An inward pump. Yeah. 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 Okay. Mm-hmm. You got to pump in to pump out. It's true. What? All right, okay. good point. That's how pumping works. Yeah. <laughs> Pump's not a one direction activity. No, that's a valve. I don't know. <laughs> That's how pumping works. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, whatever I want to do. Gosh. Yeah, this good, is, good it's kind of an interesting type of comedy and it's not the only movie that's ever done this, but it's like, it sort of wins on getting together with your friends and just saying lines from the movie at each other. I will also say though, in addition to anyone who had watched this movie with us would have been treated to me every five minutes saying, oh, I remember this. Uh, And you also would have been treated to the most delightful little bursts of like involuntary laughter from Dan in particular. Mm. I was having a good time. You're having a really good time. time. Uh, Yeah. Yes. Uh, And anything physical comedy related got both of the Dan's. Oh, yeah. Napoleon eats shit off. Uh, Pedro's bicycle in a very understated way, yeah. and it's really funny. It is, but it's actually not as good as I remembered it being. Like mm. the grass is greener, whatever. Gilded in the past, yeah. The gilded yeah. grass is greener. Yeah, because like in my memory, like he throws a stake. Uncle Rico's like, watch this. I mean, he throws a stake at. What do you think? The ramp. Yeah, the ramp. Ramp was good. Yeah, that was delightfully understated. 
the stake to the face was more understated than I remembered because I remembered him just like completely falling off that bike. But it's yeah. more the same level of understatement as the ramp accident, yeah. which is a shame because I was really hanging my hat on him getting hit in the face with a stake, which was still funny. Yeah. I mean, the the sound of a stake hitting somebody's face is way funnier than I was expecting. Yeah, <laughs> I think what kills me about it to back when I first watched it and today was just like the fact that the casual A to B nature of it, where he's just talking, Rico's just talking to Kip about how good he is at throwing football. And then he just goes, watch this. And just <laughs> grabs the stake off Kip's plate and hurls it at his other <laughs> nephew. And like that, just the fact that there was like, I don't know, just the instantaneous nature of that thought and his execution of that thought is what really gets me. But also the watch this of just like, this is going to impress the hell out of him. How I can whip his brother in the face or the stick. Well, and then I felt strangely impressed with Napoleon when he's able to beam his uncle back with the oranges later oh, in yeah. the film. And a great shriek, shriek out of oh. Uncle Rico. Mm -hmm. Yeah, as that he gets real good. Oh, so good. Uncle Shrieko. Oh, oh that. you're welcome. I also want to mention the theme from the A team mm -hmm. comes in. And of all the, I guess it's idiosyncratic like moments, that was the best for me. I miss the A-Team theme. <laughs> it you is so it. good and should be used more often and more yeah, things. It's really good. I watched so much A-Team as a team. Oh, I loved it. A-Team. A-Team. <laughs> yeah, it's so formulaic. They always soup up their van 45 minutes in <laughs> to do whatever they're trying to do. Nice. It's great. Oh, I thought it was so great. I thought Maverick was so funny, and I love Mr. T so much. I think... I'm sorry if y'all will excuse me. I'm just going to go watch some A-Team and just really bask in probably how horrifying misogynistic it is. Probably. Mm. Yeah. Hey, guess what passed the Bechtel-Wallace test, though? What Napoleon did? Napoleon Dynamite. Molly. Yeah, it really did. I think it definitely passed with Summer and Becky. Trisha. Trisha. Trisha, Oof. who are talking to each other. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, they are talking to each other. Yeah. It's throwaway dialogue that's just there to be interrupted by creepy Uncle Rico. Yeah. Or are they talking about not a man? What? They're talking about like uh, you color, you dye your hair and then you uh, great. dry it or something great. like that. Good job. Great. Script. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is, you know, really getting into the minds of those characters. Yeah, they probably watched City <laughs> Slickers before, so they knew how to write they, women. They knew how to be yeah. like, yeah, what What mm -hmm. do you talk about? Relationships and whether they'll work or not. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, oh, also, though, just a quick fact. Summer, guess who she was played by? Haley Duff. Yes! Who's that? Hillary Duff's sister. Exactly. Wow. Does she, okay. Why are you looking at me? How, well, you, you traditionally said it don't. confidence. Look things up on a certain site. No, that we have yet but I was named. like, she looks very familiar, mm. and then I remembered that her Hillary Duff's sister was in it, and, and she, I think she looks a lot like Hillary Duff. Mm -hmm. Does, do the, and so on the credits, uh -huh. I saw Haley Duff. Oh do both, wow! Do both Duffs yeah. uh, appear in multiple uh, properties? Like, did Haley Duff also have a steady? career of I have appearing no in idea. things. I think she did. She appeared in lots of things, Disney stuff, mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. she was not as famous as Hillary Duff. <sighs> Rough. Which is okay. In some ways, Rough Duff. better. Rough. Yeah. Rough for Duff. Yeah. A little more anonymity. Maybe. Mm -hmm. 
you know, like Elizabeth Olsen wasn't super famous when they were kids, and then she got super, super famous. Yeah, yeah. she's in fucking. Oh, she's like good. What's it? Wanda. Called? Yeah, but she's the that Wanda actual Vision. like the movie that is actually like a Marvel, a real movie. The Witch Marvel. She's in that too. Witch the, Marvel. The cracked Doctor Crack Diverse. Uh, it doesn't matter. She's really Strange. good in it. Cult movie. Yeah. It's probably really disturbing. So oh I'll yeah, hate the, it, but. The, it's like got three M names Mary or something. Mary Magdalene, oh, something like that. Mary Marcy, Marcia, Mag, Maureen. <laughs> Magma. I don't know. Magma. Look it up. She's great Mar- in it. Molly That's Magma all. and her merry friend. Yes. Yeah. Mormons. Anyway, good for her. PG. She's Good for her. Whatever your journey is, famous person, we're happy for you. Yeah. Unless that journey is bad. Yeah, it was a bad journey, and we're mad at you about it. It's like, stop it. Or sorry, yeah. Wait, no, we're just sorry. Well, it depends on what bad is. Because, like, you can have a bad journey, or you can journey in a way that is bad. Did you make the journey bad yourself? Exactly. Or were you... Or was the bad journey thrust upon you? Exactly. Yeah. Or is the bad journey inevitable based on the way the journey is built? Jesus, Molly. Oh, I'm wow. just saying. Are you blaming journey? <laughs> don't blame yes. Buzz. Don't, don't, don't stop buzz. believing in their guilt. Exactly. Great, wow. great poll. <laughs> Everyone who is 35, you're welcome. That was a great joke. Yeah. Everyone who, I don't know what our listenership is like. Maybe everyone got it. I mean, the teens tuned out a long time That's ago. True. We the kept teens. telling them to cool Did it. Did I get it? Say it again. Don't stop believing. Oh, from Journey? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I get it. Oh, yes. I got the balloons. 35. 35. 35. 35. Dietrich Bader's in this movie is yep. Rex, who owns the Rex Quando yes. dojo, mm-hmm. and he rules. He's got very loose, very loose American flag pants. Oh, one half stripes. Yes. Other half stars. Incredible. Yeah. yeah. Which he like specifies as like part of his whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> like it, it, he, he treats it as if it is part of his like intimidation tactic. Yes. I found it very funny how obviously bad he was at. Yes. Martial arts. Yes. He just like slaps Kip <laughs> a couple of times. Yeah. <laughs> there is a real guy out there who does stuff like that, that people make fun of all the time where it's like, he's yeah, he does this whole class about like, yeah, I think it's the same kind of deal of like protecting yourself in a mugging or something. But like people always point out that like most of the moves he's doing, like the guy could clearly still shoot you with the oh, gun yeah. that you're trying to remove from his hands. That's like every TikTok <laughs> self-defense video. Yeah. Oh, is that a big sub? Sure. Talk? Yes. Mm-hmm. Somebody like shows you how to like get out of a bad situation and all of it is dubious. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, I pay attention just in case. Yes. Yeah. In case. But pretty sure none of those Dan, things Dan, do we work. need a better... Self-defense TikTok on our TikTok account? Yeah. How's we, our TikTok account going, so man? Do we have it's any self-defense really videos on there? We could. <laughs> For the teens? We could do that, and sure. Everybody? Okay. Listen, I only promised to do like four talks, whatever you call them. <laughs> so like we've got plenty of other content to mind. Okay. How many are we allowed to do? How many TikToks? <laughs> yeah. How many ticks? I think the limit is five. So really, so really yeah, yeah, we just get to choose one. We have four Denise Richards and fan videos yeah. and then a self defense one, <laughs> which will definitely be up by the time this episode drops. Yeah, I think yeah. we should just do nothing but acting challenge talks. Sure. Oh my we'll gosh, get... those are so funny. Wait, okay. that's a real thing? <laughs> yes. Dan, you're in charge of our TikTok. Yeah, account. but I haven't actually looked at TikTok. Oh, Dan! I signed us up. And then I got depressed and didn't want to do TikTok. <laughs> That's fair. But baby, by the time this episode drops and you are all ready to talk heater, you will go on our TikTok and you will see at least one tick 
about Denise Richards and okay. possibly three more about Denise Richards. And then one final, our final TikTok, apparently, <laughs> that may or may not be either an acting challenge or a self-defense lesson. Oh, we've got to oh, do acting or both. both. Oh, it could. <laughs> oh, we could do something from the net. We could do some pivotal scene in the net where she fights back. Okay. Do we, you want to explain this to me on the podcast or do we want to do this later? Um, I feel like the teens are going to be so bored by us they describing are, are. what they it is. They quit a year ago. But good thing teens don't listen to this podcast. And it's all just 35 year olds. Hey, welcome. Um, it's like, it's like you do the dialogue. Yeah. Okay. So they're acting on one half and then the dialogue pops up and you're supposed to like stitch it or whatever. Who's I don't they? know. The person making the TikTok video. And then you do your, you duet it. That's what it is. Duet. Mm -hmm. So that means it's like a side by side. And so you can like do oh, the other half of the scene. I see. Oh, mm -hmm. they do a scene from a famous movie? Or just whatever. Or whatever. Great. Great. <laughs> I have at least one MVP. Oh, I have, I think three. Okay. Isn't Whoa. this whole movie MVPs though? No. Okay. Oh, All right. wow. I can't wait. Well, I want to know who's least valuable player. <laughs> wow. Um, when Uncle Rico is selling Tupperware, yes, and he's selling the, oh, yes. the twenty-four. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's piece, not just crapperware; it's, it's nitro, nylon, nylon, whatever, carbon fiber, yeah. fibers, whatever. Um, and he's selling to this young-ish couple. Oh, yeah. Couple, mm -hmm. um, and he, they get a free gift with the twenty-four piece thing, which is a, basically a model schooner. Which he pulls out of it the is, box in yeah. such a delightful way. And it's so shocking. Yeah. The wife just quietly turns to her husband <laughs> and goes, I want that. <laughs> yeah, she ruled. It's so perfect. And then later when he's like, Rico's showing how strong this Tupperware is, oh, he gets yeah. the husband to try and rip it, which is it's so funny. So so <laughs> and when he can't, the wife gives this look like, like legitimately, <laughs> yeah, she's like legitimately put off like by it. You should be able to tear this Tupperware. Oh, amazing. Yeah. It's so good. She was great. Yeah. Lance's wife, I wrote down. I mm. don't think she was named because they'd already done Summer and Trisha. They didn't yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, they don't need another yeah. woman. Yeah. It's yeah. Summer, Trisha, and Grandma. They don't need to name any other yep. women. Uh, I think I have an MVP Please. now that we're talking about it. Uh, right before Pedro goes on to give his speech at the end, yeah. seeking <laughs> the presidency of the student class. They're informed by someone we've never seen before. Oh, yeah. Just somebody's mom, maybe? Or a teacher? Unclear. I don't know. I don't even think she's wearing makeup. I think. Oh, I just, yeah. Like probably somebody who is working on the movies. Probably mom. Like, like a grip. Literally. Or <laughs> just like, like just come over. Just come. Just come. What we've. Yeah. And just comes over and says, Pedro, you have to do a skit after your speech. After your speech. Yeah. Which is so funny. Which is so funny. Cause also they don't doing skits. They're doing like songs. Yeah. Performances. <laughs> performances. It's amazing. a skit. I love it. Um, but that's why. That's what the setup, though, for Napoleon Dynamite to yes. do his famous dance scene yes. at the end. Yeah. Well. But yeah, she's great. Which he does great. That dance is great. Mm -hmm. Do you think that they... That song's a jam. It is, that it song is. is a jam. Great yeah. song. I don't know what it's called. Great song. It's called Canned Heat by Jamiroquai. Great. Mm -hmm. Good job, Came out in 1999. Hell yeah. Yep. Wow. I did look that up. Hot like year, it. hot music. Yeah. Do you want to hear about that final scene? What? Yeah. yeah. Can I ask my question first? Yes. Do you think... My question is, did they just like let the camera go for a while? It's like, John, just whatever. Just go for like 20 minutes. Sort of. Because it's like there were clearly cuts. In yeah. It, but they really don't, going didn't for have it. 20 minutes, though. Okay. Apparently they had 10 minutes worth of film left. About 10, 10 minutes, 10.3 minutes, something like that. 
And so they had to get this climactic yeah. scene done. Yeah. And they did three takes. He okay. danced to three different songs, two Jamiroquois and one like Michael Jackson, as if they would get the rights to sure. that. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, they didn't know what music it would be. Yeah. And he was like, and they basically, he's mostly improvised with some assistants. Some people like came in and gave him some other suggestions. Yeah. But he basically improvised three different dances and they cut it together so beautifully. Yes. Yeah. Like they must have worked out that they were going to do particular camera angles and swoops because it's a really dynamic shoot. Mm -hmm. Like the camera is moving in really great ways and it is stitching together multiple dances. Mm. Pretty, pretty great. Yeah. I bet they got a bunch of just feet going so that they could cut back and forth. I don't know. Yeah. So were you like, well, there are a couple of shots that are just like waist down. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like they Mm -hmm. have like cutaway feet. Yeah. Which I can't remember what we originally said was the thing you cut away to. Cat. Was it a cat? Horse? Yep. Great. Cut away cat. Check out Rope. Tree. The episode. Tree? That was the last picture show that cut away to a tree. cut away to a tree. But I was just curious, like, Molly, how, were you there when they shot that? That's a great question. Like, you had a conversation with the filmmakers, like, how many feet of film do you have left? Yeah, no, that's, that would have been cool, but no, I, um, I just, I just went, I just looked on the internet. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Do you can um, do that? Do you have to pay I, by the minute? No, no I didn't. And I, I will tell you, honestly, I tried um, IMDb, but it just didn't give me the information no I really trivia. needed. Mm-mm. So no. did you do like a chat room? No. Um, in Twitter the end, no, I, um, in the end, I, I went to a website called Wikipedia. I got distracted by your song when I didn't finish my song. What do you mean your song? Dan's song. That was one song. That was that, that we was all recorded together seven months ago. I know this is part of it. <laughs> I'm writing the lyrics right. Now. Wait, you're still recording it? Wikipedia. Molly, what are you doing here? <laughs> hey, you're over time in the studio. Get the fuck out of here! Oh, it's all right. Let me just slip you this hundred dollar bill right here. No. I got a horse outside. Yeah, these regional podcast has finished their Wikipedia. Thanks, song. Robert Radford. Oh, you're welcome. Welcome, Dan. And may I say you're my second favorite Dan on the podcast. Wow. All right. Robert Redford, away. (laughs) Wow. Two horses. Wow, I and there it is. I'm surprised you I left all that, that in. Drama in I, thought, <laughs> I kind I really, of figured you'd cut that part out. Well, it was. I had to write featuring Robert Robert Redford on it, and so I felt like I just needed that whole thing sure, on there. Sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. but that really was really fair. nice of him to yeah. bribe the studio. <laughs> yeah. I mean, a little behind the scenes, like Robert Redford has been sponsoring. <laughs> The, the Wikipedia <laughs> song. Yeah. Only the Wikipedia the song. Wikipedia so sessions. Patrons. Yeah. Because we ran out of money the first Wikipedia song. Yeah. yeah. Since then we've yes. been. But I want to be clear. He only funds the Wikipedia songs. Patrons, <laughs> please continue to support yes. us. Yes. Because that, I mean, literally, we just go into the studio, we record the songs. That's all that money. Yeah. yeah. Like, that is gone. Yeah. 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 Like, we asked him if he wanted to support the whole podcast and he just shrugged he shrugged and, and rode he, off into the sun it's two horses yeah hey. astride two horses <laughs> <laughs> he's incredible he's incredible he's a legend he's a legend like for him. a reason 
I'm picturing a t-shirt that just has a man standing on top of two horses. Yeah. like the silhouette going off into the sunset. Yeah. And it just says Robert Robert. I'd wear it. All right. That's going to be in the store. Great. You heard it here first. Keep Unless Beth cuts it out. Keep an eye out for it. Keep an eye. Yeah. What were we talking about? Um, oh, Molly Wikipedia uh, did it. Yeah. It just happened. We just, it just happened. What oh. else did you learn on wikipedia.org? Oh, well, I've um, been trying to sprinkle in information as we went. Oh, nice. It's um, very thoughtful of you. Yes. But snuck it in without me playing the theme song. Yeah, she knew. <laughs> yeah, so, so the short film did play at the 2003 Sundance. Uh, is that right? Anyway, basically, they sold it at Sundance. And then Paramount Pictures withheld a ton of money from them. Because oh. what cost $400,000 to make... Uh-huh. Um, ended up making more than $44 million just in movie rights, not even all the crap that got sold, right? All the Napoleon Dynamite, Mm. um, tater tots and lunch boxes. They sold branded tots? No, I'm just giving you a flavor for the kind of thing. The flavor of tots. We'll talk about, we'll come back to tots because I had a real, real visceral issue. Yeah, you did. You did. did. Um, But apparently they filmed it in 23 days on location in Idaho. Okay. At a real high school, Great. very very hot that summer, and then they edited it in like a nine day session um, on Apple Final Cut Pro. Nice, wow, yeah. Um, and the guy who convinced um, Jared Hess to make the movie, his name is Jeremy Kuhn. He was a classmate, and he raised the money to pay for the film, uh, the four hundred thousand to make the film, and then he sold it at Sundance in the heyday of Sundance when you could just go there. Yeah. And sell your movie. Yeah. And he got wow. 3.2 for it. But anyway, Damn. in the end, Paramount withheld all this money and Napoleon Dynamite production sued Paramount and they got an initial finding in their favor okay. because Paramount was only paying like 9.6% of home video instead of the 31% that they had promised. Ooh, Paramount. But then it went to some next legal step. And yeah. in the end, Napoleon Pictures only got $150,000. Wow. Wow. That's wild. It is insane. I mean, it's just very hard to go up against a giant company, I guess. True. Yeah. So, Rude. Yeah, it was like the Napoleon Dynamite of film. And Excuse me? No, actually, it doesn't really work. Anyway, mm. and I guess Summer won that election. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And every election. Summer all year. Yep. Summer all year. Summer all year. Oh, yeah, clever. Yeah. Oh, did you just get I that? I forgot her name was Summer when she said that <laughs> line. Oh. <laughs> it was, I will say this, at the end they have the speeches and Summer gives a speech and it is the most high school speech I've oh ever heard God. in my life. It's perfect. But that was one of the funniest lines to me was when she walked up there and her first, the first thing she said was, wow, I never thought I'd get here, which is like <laughs> such stupid pablum for a high school student running for student. <laughs> oh, so, so good. Um, but yeah, anyway, apparently uh, John Hader really enjoys dancing. Great. And came into this a pretty good dancer. Nice. Yeah. So yeah. do you think Got that is, do you think that, now I just, now I feel like I got to get into the weeds on that ice skating movie. Oh, I wonder if he was glory? like, oh yeah, I can do, I can do figure skating. And then they were like, oh, okay. And then they just wrote a movie around that. Who knows? Who knows? Who Maybe knows? it was like a curling movie before and they switched it to. Because they saw how. Smoothie moves. How smoothie was. Those are some great dance moves. Great dance moves. Yeah. So, mm. yeah. I don't know. Should we talk about uh, La Fonda? Should we talk about? Yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. We all can we made 
Go ahead. I mean, I'll keep, I can come back to MVPs if you want. Oh, we're still three. on MVPs. We were. Yeah, keep going now. Also, I Dan, guess I'm one sorry. of my MVPs relates to LaFonda. Now Mine too. Forget about it. Yeah. Uh, so the one of them I had was Lance's wife. I forgot about Skit Lady. That's definitely four, but now, so mm-hmm. I've added four. The other two were. Uh, the I wrote down weird Aryan poster child who was Summer's boyfriend. Yes. Oh, yeah. He has like only one mode, and so I just like, oh, what? Yeah. Oh, he like he looks. Lo- I'm sh- I'm shocked he's not a Busey. That's what I'll say. Like he looks <laughs> yeah. like Busey Jake vibe. Busey's like little brother or something. I was trying to place like where I knew him from, and yeah. that's I think I was thinking it's about that vibe. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He's like mm-hmm. super blonde and just has this like. Very prominent teeth that he uses <laughs> to great effect to be uh, skeptical of everything around him. Yeah. Third MVP is right at the end. Two months later, Beth was right. There's a wedding at the end. <laughs> uh, they're having the wedding. LaFonda? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. They asked LaFonda if she'll take Kip to be her spouse. She says yes. And as soon as she says yes, they cut to her family. And I assume it's her brother it looks like, just like yeah. immediately puts his head in his hands and is just. It's the most dramatic. Like he's so yeah. he's just like so uh, crushed. Yeah. 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 But he's there for his sister. Exactly. Mm-hmm. He still supports to some degree. Yeah. yeah. Yes. But he'll probably talk to her about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Kip's internet girlfriend turns out to be LaFonda. Yes. Um, a black woman from Detroit. Okay. And I don't know. Obviously, the comedy there is the juxtaposition between the two characters, and I do kind of wonder, like, how much it's played for comedy that she's black mm-hmm. versus like just the character. But then I think the the bigger groan that we had in the room was when Kip ends up in like I don't know traditionally black American clothing. Yeah, like he's wearing it's like a do rag. Yeah, a, a, yeah. I I don't know. So because I was really I was I was kind of braced for this because i remembered i just remember that part of the movie was like i wonder how that's going to look to me now mm-hmm. like some of it is really irksome like the way lafonda's name is spelled the last three letters are d-u-h mm. and it just i i understand like phonetic spelling of names uh is cool but it just it felt like a joke that like a white person would make sure um and the actress is awesome, and apparently she went through, like, the Groundlings in Second City mm. uh, and went on to a lot of other things. Anyway, she's great. She's great. Um, but, yeah, the relationship. So, like, on the one hand, I'm like, yeah, okay, so this is about how love will change you and or you will change to be with someone that you really care about, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think part of the joke is the transformation for him. But, yeah, it's really hard to stomach. It just feels like straight-up appropriation. And then, like a lot of Napoleon's dance moves, right, are also picked up from black culture. And she sort of, through that character, is giving him the nod for that when she gives him a mixtape from her cousin. And I don't know, I guess it's... I'm going to play Totes Recall Skeptic, like I often do, and I think you're reading too much into it. Okay, I think it definitely walks a line of, like, LOL, Kip is wearing, like, a do-rag, and he's wearing a giant jersey, and... But, like, at no point does he, like, you know, talk in a different way. He doesn't, like, every other moment between them is very genuine, mm. right? Like, there isn't, it's not like every scene with them is, like, LOL, this is ridiculous. Like, LaFonda seems to be, like, genuinely caring for him. And she's very, 
I don't know. She seems very comfortable in this environment. You know what I mean? Like they never play it for like, oh, she's such a fish out of water. It's more just like, wow, Kip really like is marrying up <laughs> is basically the joke more than anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And also like all white people dancing is appropriation of black culture at this point. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. And I, I don't think that's untrue. I, I don't know. I just think a white guy writing it changes its meaning to me. Sure. That's, you know, yes. But also like a white guy writing it in 2003 or four. Yeah. I think there was just a little less like tuning into like using a character to, I don't know, whatever they, I guess whitewash. I don't know. That's maybe not the right word, but like, yeah. To give a stamp of approval for something that I don't know. I just didn't sit great. with. Which is the, what are they, what's the approval? Steam of approval is that she's like, here's some music from my cousin is to help you with your dancing, right? I don't know. I don't understand how that's a problem, though. She's just like, oh, you want to learn to dance? Great. Here's some music. No, I think that's fine. I just, I think because it was a white writer who yes. wrote a black character that gives the stamp of approval to this other white character, to me, it just feels manufactured. Yes. Yeah. In a way that if I met real people in real life, I probably wouldn't think about it as much. But this was an entirely an invention of some white person's idea about what would be funny and interesting to watch. I guess. I just don't think that part was the... I don't think that was a joke, though. Right? No, that part's not a joke. No. Mm -mm. Yeah. It definitely was a joke that, like... Because he, when he's describing her to Uncle Rico, he says that she has sandy blonde hair. Mm -hmm. And, like, they're setting you up to think, like, oh, he's dating a white woman. Yeah. And then it's like a slow pan up her body. Yeah. As a black woman, like that is supposed to be a joke and that's kind of off putting. Yeah. But at the same time, then you're the way you're describing this, which I didn't even pick up on the dialogue. Then mm -hmm. that's basically saying that you as the audience are also biased to assume it's going to be a white person. Yes. Right. So like it's walking a line Pretty successfully, considering this was a movie written by a white person in 2003. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, everything you're describing could be so much worse. That's oh, true. That's so much worse. I think it is. it has certainly helped along, just to, just to clarify. I think it's certainly helped along by the way she's played and the depth she's given. Yes. And ultimately, she, like, the other woman character... I guess there are a couple others yeah. uh, in this movie don't, don't have a lot to say. No. Um, but the, with the room that she's given, she does seem like a complete person. Yes. And I would believe that she's a complete enough person to draw Kip, who seems sort of aimless, into her orbit. Mm -hmm. But the choice to make her a black person coming from a white person and some of the other choices that are made subsequently, I don't know. It just, it felt... Uh, kind of appropriating to me. It felt extractive. I don't know what that means. It's the like extract part of somebody's culture to be used in your movie to make some point that you're trying to make. Oh, sure. Yeah, I mean, I guess to me, like the only part that's like LOL white people, LOL black culture is Kip's wardrobe. And everything else to me just sort of feels like we're going to have Napoleon Dynamite dance at the end. Yeah. So we need to like give him something to dance to. Cause also like he lives in bum over Idaho. So maybe that's part of it too. It's like, Oh, she's from an actual city. So mm. she actually knows musical right. culture of some kind. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I don't know. I just coming from someone who has seen 
some of the worst movies ever made, yeah. I can tell you it could be so much worse. And I don't mean like bad movies that are in theaters. I mean like bad movies that have never seen the light of day except yeah. like very cheap VHS distribution. Yes. <laughs> it could be so much worse. Yeah. No. And I <laughs> so think if I we're think... applying the so much worse metric to movies, yeah. like they all, almost all of them come out like champs except for Freaky Friday, <laughs> uh, which wow. is always good on, in history as the worst movie ever made. I mean, if we're talking um, about like racial dynamics, that movie does okay, actually. <laughs> does it? Oh, no. Doesn't it? No. The remember Chinese the Chinese music? restaurant? No, I don't remember that. That's uh, like a big stereotypical gong hit. Yeah. Like, oh, the curse. It's like an ancient right. Chinese yeah. curse. I was thinking yeah. about, I guess I was talking about Just like, everything about that movie is terrible and disappointing and just always will be forever and yeah. just everyone needs to know that. And I'm sorry for the <laughs> one fan who says they really like Freaky Friday and I'm sorry, I don't mean to be rude. Um, <laughs> but yeah, subjective. no, I think it's a lot to think about. I think it's a lot to think about. Yeah. This is the kind of thing where I listen to it later and I get mad at myself because I'm like, no, argue with also Dan Moore. What? Um, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I feel that way. When okay. I listen later. Go ahead. Well, I know, no. but I'm out of things to say. Oh, well, so then call me back. <laughs> That's a hot. Uh, after this episode comes out, yeah. listen to it again. Facing it smooth. Just trying to smooth it over. Oh, oh my god! Oh. He was driving a van called Santana. Yeah. Is that the name brand of a thing, or was it Great just on the question. side? Who knows? It must be like a Dodge. I don't know. It was something. It was in Wikipedia, but I forgot to write it down. <laughs> well, it's probably wrong well, anyways, right? I feel like Santana was added as like a, like the name of the van. Like you would name like the SS. Like I Rico mean, this, named the van? this movie came out in a post smooth world. Yeah, that's true. true. Did it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. When did that song come out? Great 1999. Yeah. Wow. Hot year, hot music. Yeah. Same year as Jamiroquai one, right? Yep. Nineteen wow. nine is like an office space and matrix. Yeah, everybody was getting their art out before Y two K. They thought they were afraid. <laughs> they were afraid yeah. society we gotta was get this collapse. done yeah. before our hard drives are deleted. <laughs> well, and apparently Dietrich, what's his name, the guy who plays Vader. the Taekwondo, Taekwondo. Yeah. yeah. Uh, apparently, he said the two best scripts he ever read were Napoleon Dynamite and Office Space. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, no big deal. We've watched both of them. Yeah, we so. so we've step off. We've Diedrich. watched the what? not <laughs> AFI two. Yeah, we've watched the the Diedrich double. The Diedrich yeah. double. Yeah. The double D. You're welcome. <laughs> Oh, man. Speaking of Double D, can we talk about how creepy Uncle Rico gets? <laughs> okay. You, you did that transition. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, yes. He goes from selling uh, Tupperware, yeah. crapperware. Which to is fine. Herbal. Like, I mean. Supplements from friends? breast augmentation. Yeah. Herbal yeah. breast augmentation. And, and like, where it does it even so come from? Embarrassing. He keeps trying to sell it to teenage girls. He and he needs to shut it down. He needs yes. to shut yeah. it down. Yes. Yeah. It is super creepy. Yes. But again, to this movie's credit, oh boy, that could have been so much worse the way yeah. they wrote it. He does. Yeah. It's true. And he gets beat up at the end. True. Yeah. So, yeah. But then he gets he's his not girlfriend like f- back. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. That's weird. There he does get some redemption. There is a beautiful moment where Deb does get a chance to shine. Deb. She calls up uh, yeah. Napoleon and says, hey, cool it. Yeah. yeah. Basically. Even, even though it's not his fault. Even though she doesn't know it's not his fault, yeah. but yeah, she's like, cool it, and if it's so important to you, you take the yeah, yeah, dick bag, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, by Should the play. way, they do not swear in this movie ever, Mm-mm. which I thought was kind of weird. I was like, oh, they don't even say like, gosh. Well, I think I have um, a theory of why that is correct. 
based on the Q's and C's. Incredible transition. God, if you are a patron, you can get on Discord and ask us questions and say us comments. Wow. Yep. <laughs> That's how that sentence <laughs> should work. Record night tonight. Mm. Um, Trevor Impersonator comments. I grew up Mormon in the Bay Area. I have not been for many years. This movie was on in every Mormon home every weekend for probably two years after it came out. <laughs> huh. It was shot in a Mormon college town, and I believe it is still a destination for Utah and Idaho-based Mormon teens to go check out. Do y'all recognize this as the Mormon icon it is, or was it just another weird movie that came and went? I had no idea. Wow. I also had no idea. I but guess I, Bingham Young. Yeah. Yeah, you said BYU before, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Brig, Brigham. Brigham. Yeah. Sorry. <clears throat> Voldemort. <laughs> no, I'm not trying to put this together. I just mispronounced it. who things. must not be named. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Uh, yeah. I guess I knew that from the documentary thing that I watched, but then forgot about mm, it. But then sure. as I was watching it, I was like, no swears. So the two, Mormon. The two filmmakers went to Brigham Young? Yes. yes. Okay. Gotcha. And the producer. Oh, right. And then they said about 95% of the, of the crew were all from BYU. BYU. Mm-hmm. Well, wow. wow. Good to pull from your peers if you mm-hmm. got to throw together a movie for 400 Oh, yeah, because John Hader made like $1,000, got paid $1,000 to star. Huh. What? But then in later <laughs> negotiations, he got a bigger cut of Atta the boy. money. Yeah. Well, got to get good. those points on the back end, right. baby. But it sounds like every all the creatives kind of got screwed. In sounds the like end it. By Paramount? I mean, I Typical. don't know. Classic Typical Paramount. Paramount. Yeah. yeah. Robert Rodford would never do that. That's true. If Robert Rodford had been in charge, he would have ridden two horses in. Yeah. Been like, one hey, horse wow. for the movie. What? Two horses for the well, movie. Well, he would have ridden in three horses then and left one for the movie and ridden off on the other two. <laughs> do you think that's what inspired them to do that scene at the end where Napoleon Dynamite tames a stallion for they them? They had a horse. Because, like, Robert Redford did that yes. when they yeah. first met him? Yeah. yeah, they gave him a, yeah, a honeymoon a stallion. Yeah, a little nod. Yeah. Sunday. Like a little wink. Everybody that gets a movie at Sundance gets a Sundance stallion at wow. Marshall. You sell your movie, you get a stallion. That's the Robert Robert promise. <laughs> Robert Robert promise. Robert Robert Robert. So to answer the question, no, I don't think any of us realized that. No, I didn't either. Um, I had no idea its connection to the church. Or that it was embraced Latter-day by Saints. the culture so much. Yeah. Hmm. Very interesting. Thank you, Trevor Impersonator. Yeah. May you find Trevor one day. And <laughs> Is that the goal? The true Trevor. Oh, oh yeah. Do you think that's the idea? Isn't that the idea with impersonators? They Not always. No. It's not always talented Mr. Ripley. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sometimes it's like a... Uh, homage. What? Homage? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I guess I don't know the details of this impersonation. Yeah, none of us do. That would be a Q and C for us. Exactly. All right. We would Q... That, that. Q yeah. to Q them for their C, and by C I mean their a. answer. <laughs> their A. Oh, wow. Beth, <laughs> leave it all leave in. Leave it all in. Loop this section five hundred times. Five hundred. Three hour podcast. It's mostly that. Yeah. Q C A. Q. Um, our other C comes from Carzon, who says, "Tina." Come get your ham. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm chatting with hot babes are seared into my brain along with several other scenes from this. What scenes or quotes have stayed with you? 
I remember the one that my friends and I used to say all the time, which is when he he says, "Can you bring my Can you bring me my chapstick? My lips hurt real bad." <laughs> he used to yeah. say that all the time. Nice. Yeah. Um, I don't remember what we said all the time, but. We did, but I was living with, I didn't have many friends after I watched this. <laughs> Wait, because, oh, of this? because of Austin? Just, yeah, I was just living a small life in Austin, Texas. Austin sounds like a really dark time. It was yeah. like three months? More like six, five, okay. six. But yeah. didn't you get to meet the cast of uh, Austin's <laughs> Real World? Real World. <laughs> I met one of the cast uh, members. Oh, yeah. nice. How'd that go? Uh, I'm, I'm sure I sold, did I not tell this on pod? I don't remember. I don't think so. Okay. I lived in Austin, Texas for about five, six months, um, right after graduating college. And I worked for a certain sandwich shop Mm. who sold sandwiches that hurt people's brains. They were so quick. Mm. Um, Mm -hmm. and I delivered one to the real world Austin house Uh, and just one, uh, I guess it was an order. It was a bag of sandwiches. Mm. Three, four. Sure. I don't remember. Um, but I but I asked the open door and I was like, this is 23, whatever. Here you go. And I just said, hey, how's the show going? And she just said, I can't talk about it. <laughs> and that was the end of the interaction. You gotta take those NDAs yeah. seriously. Yeah. yeah. But it was very weird because the house was like in kind of like a warehouse district. So like not near other houses. Mm-hmm. And so everything around it was like warehouses. And then it was like, you know, had like wagon wheels out front and just said right. like Austin really right. big. Oh my it's like just very much a movie set. The artifice. Yeah. And everybody hated them in town. Like whenever they showed up at a bar, they got like booed or fought. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Uh, oh, hey, Ben and Jerry's does have a strawberry shortcake okay. flavor. Good. Really wanted to follow up on that before. Shortcake? It's strawberry. Oh, sorry. Strawberry cheesecake. Mm. And it does have a graham cracker swirl. What's yeah. the name of it? Oh, cheesecake. That was the main cue I had about it. We'll say it out loud if you sponsor us. Oh, yeah, Yeah. that's right. No free creaming of. No. If they sponsor enough, I will read that entire four paragraph description from Target. (laughs) It is insane. It goes on and on. Like, there are teenagers who have written novels that are shorter than the full Ben and Jerry's (laughs) description. Well, gotta employ your marketing. It includes the word berrylicious in it. Oh, well. Fair okay, enough. That sounds good. That to sounds me. delicious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like berries and in it. berry. I feel like I delivered it pretty well. I feel like that was a million dollar delivery. Yeah, Ben and Jerry. Or one one hundredth of that. Sure, I take Would that. Would also be accepted. Yeah, that'd be fine. <laughs> Even a thousandth, honestly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sure, we'll do a thousand dollar ad read for an ice cream company. Yeah, why not? Good and two one. horses. Yes. <laughs> Give us those horse. And plenty of oats. We're not made of money. Yeah. Yeah, you got to feed the horses. You have to feed the horses. You can't give us hungry horses. No, Ben, (laughs) Jerry, no hungry horses. (laughs) We're so good at business. I can't even deal with it. That's called negotiating. (laughs) Succession could learn something from us. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, The rating scale, as we all know, was Neapolitan Napoleon is it rights? Oh, right. Which are a you can find it in the freezer section of your mm-hmm. local yeah. market. It's a tasty cream filled pastry dessert. Mm-hmm. It's pretty big though. Mm-hmm. You could it's feed enough it for guests. It's enough for guests. Yeah, like the pack is big. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's just one, one long. One Napoleon. is big. So it's layers of pastry and cream. 
Whoa. And the Neapolitan, Neapolitan, Neapolitan uh-huh. Napoleon uh, has uh, strawberry, vanilla, and chocolate. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's like baguette shaped. Can you imagine trying Not to fill that Not as long as a baguette, but that general idea. Okay. Yeah. Like kind of you comparable a to big, a Sara Lee. You'd have to get so good mm. at that. Like you think, imagine being the apprentice of like the Neapolitan cream filler. Like you should probably just get like <laughs> the, your master is just like, just like, no, no. One squirt of strawberry, <laughs> a gentle, t- a gentle squirt of vanilla. You're overfilling with two flavors. Yeah. There's no room for the chocolate. Yeah, it'd just be like some Italian grandparents screaming at you for not <laughs> filling the... Oh, are these made in the traditional manner? Oh, they're very traditional. Oh, wow. I but mean, they they're definitely... mass-produced. Yeah, mm. and they're definitely made in England because they're anti-Napoleon yes. propaganda. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. So there's no Italian grandfather. It's probably just like some old, decrepit... All right, scream, scream yeah. the cream. <laughs> what? <laughs> Ooh, I made my money from the slave trade 400 years ago, and now I launder it through this frozen treat company. Yikes. Or do I do? Oh, no, they're knocking down <laughs> my grandfather's statue. All right, who wants some tea? Throwing it in the river or whatever it was. Yeah, that ruled. That did rule. That did Throw rule. all the statues in the river. Yeah. But actually be nice to the river. Okay. Just smash the statues. And oh, make there sure is the a Napoleon cycle. Dynamite statue what? of him playing tetherball. Huh. P.S. Tetherball, amazing in this show, movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Where? Where? Idaho. Maybe. Maybe it's at so. this destination that yeah, all the Mormon like, kids yeah, get to. Yeah, all the Mormon kid destination high school. Where I bet it they was take filmed. pictures where they're like playing Heatherball with the Probably. Napoleon Dynamite. What are the big sites? What are you talking about? Like you go to the destination town. Yeah. What do you want to see most? School bus. You get to see Pedro's house. <laughs> Heatherball. <laughs> Pedro's house, okay. Mm-hmm. With the bike set out up front. Wait, is you this get, real? I don't know. I'm oh, just okay. guessing. But I think I think Pedro's house gets mentioned specifically. Great. I guess the school. Mm-hmm. Cow Memorial. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or is it like a Universal Studios where you drive past and there's like a point about it, right? <laughs> pretending to kill the oh, cow. Yeah. And then they got to reset and then for the you next school scream. bus. Everybody screams. They know to scream. They have to scream. reset the fake cow. You scream, I scream. But it I'll weighs as much as the real cow, so cow it murder. sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Terrible. Oh, yeah. It's probably just like a cardboard cow that flops on its side. Yeah, but that's not as funny. Ding, ding, ding. Plop. Well, then how do they serve you steak at the end? Guys, let me have this. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the rating scale. Yeah. Dan, you gave it three because yeah. you're kind of blase about it. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, I agree with myself. It's still fine. I don't know. This movie, like, I definitely found certain parts are funny, but it was mostly just like, I don't know, specific line readings, and then whenever he fell over, I chuckled. But otherwise, like, I don't know. The particular vibe of this movie is just not for me. Like, it felt like, and maybe from what Molly's telling you, the history of this film, it bears fruit. Uh, it felt like a like a couple of like sketches that then got stretched out to a ninety minute movie. Yeah, like a nine minute movie that got stretched out. Or to a that, yeah, movie. exactly. Uh, Ten times is good. Yeah, so like I don't know, like John Heater's really like he's so good at what he is asked to do in this movie, and he's very funny with what he is doing. But there's like very little else going on with this movie, and I feel the same way I did when I saw it in theaters, which was like. Parts of that were funny, but I don't understand why people were so obsessed with this movie. Three. Wow. Mm -hmm. Beth, you gave it two. You didn't think you'd like it. Yeah, I, um, I did, I did like it. 
I thought it wouldn't be as funny as when I saw it as a teenager, which is true. Um, so I'm going to keep it at a three. Mm. Uh, but I still think it's there's some pretty solid jokes in that movie and uh, visual bits, physical bits. Is that what I mean? Visual, physical bits. Yeah, they're both things. Yeah. yeah. Physical bits that you can see. Yeah. yeah. And that song's a jam. <laughs> Song song is, is a jam. jam. No question. And so are the little keyboard synths. Oh, yeah. Yeah. so good. Yeah, I did have that soundtrack. So good. Um, I gave it a four, um, thinking it'd be a real fun time. And uh, it was. I had a great time as Molly uh, previewed. I was oh, yeah. chuckling lightly to myself <laughs> throughout. I'm going to stay a four. I really, it was fun. It, it, you know, there's not much to it, but I enjoyed how stupid it was. Great. Yeah. Molly, you gave it a three. Pretty you cowardly. You didn't know. You, you thought you wouldn't know how to feel about it. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I thought it'd be clearer at the end of the movie than I was at the beginning. Uh, I enjoyed this movie more than I thought I would. I remembered it being iconic. There are a lot of lines from it. I do enjoy a lot of Napoleon's innocence mm. um, and how any of the things that he does would to- make total sense from like an eight-year-old or a ten-year-old. <laughs> and it's just more that his body has outgrown his spirit. Yeah than anything else you know so i appreciated all of that i liked the way most of the characters were played there were lots of delightful surprises i feel like everyone gave it their all i think it deserves a four wow Wow. great wow i'm sure the cast thanks you for oh well I mean, giving yeah. them their kudos. Oh, I bet they are. Did they really? go? Did you look up? Did these Hess boys go on <laughs> to do boys. to do much else? Um, I got distracted, sure. so I didn't. I didn't look up the Hess boys that much. But my general take is that the producer of this uh, did not produce much more than this. Mm-hmm. That this was sort of their heyday. Mm. Um, and I will follow up on the Hess boys. Um, on Discord. Oh, oh you hear that? Oh. Non-patrons? <laughs> That's what we call incentive. Why look it up on Wikipedia yourself <laughs> yes, if you're exactly. mildly interested. <laughs> yeah, well, you can have Molly link to articles on <laughs> And Discord. have a 60% chance of getting it right. Listen, nothing is better than getting information <laughs> filtered good. through the mind of Molly Chase. While yeah. she's distracted watching a movie and listen to Dan quietly laughing to himself. Yeah. Yeah. Or in the case of this follow-up, probably distracted by Chicago show. Chicago Watching fire. Chicago Fire <laughs> while caring for her child. Yeah. Napoleon Dynamite! <laughs> Totes Recall is hosted by Molly Chase, Beth Gibbs, Dan Jaquette, and Dan Linden. Produced by Beth Gibbs. New episodes of Totes Recall drop on the 15th of every month. For more information and bonus content, visit us at totesrecall.com. Thank you so much for listening.